0: You ready? Yep. Okay. Welcome to Yes Mother, a podcast where we cover the A&E show, Bates Motel. Today we will be talking about episode 4, season 6, called The Vault. And this will be the feedback part of the episode. And I'm Sue.
1: And I'm Em. And this is season
0: 4, episode 6.
1: <laughs> Dang it! <laughs>
0: You did it last time. Yeah, I know. You do it too. <laughs> Hooray for me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Let's just keep it. <laughs> I'm game. All right. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the vault.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can I just ask what that meant? Well, so the bank vault again?
0: Because that wondering. was such a
1: tiny throwaway section of the thing. Is it Norman's mind?
0: Uh, that's what I'm thinking. It's a, it's a mind vault. Because okay. like when we were talking about in the spoiler section of last episode, you know how it was the vault, and we were like, ooh, sounds like the pit, you know? Yeah. It struck me when I was listening to that. I was like, maybe it's a vault, like, on Seinfeld, you know? That's right. (laughs) Like, secrets are in the vault, you know? That's (laughs) right. And I kind of think that's what it was. I think the vault is Norman's mind plus Norma's secret. Okay, well, I had totally
1: forgotten that it was called the vault until you said it again, and then I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, the vault. (laughs) Yeah, so I think it's, like, a symbolic vault, not an actual, like, bank vault, so...
1: It's totally. It's a total Seinfeld reference. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's in the vault. I will bet my life on it. <laughs> Secrets. Yeah. You know, so yeah.
1: So many thoughts and feelings. Oh.
0: Which I think we just have to. We just have to Take start because. by piece. <laughs> I know it's such. A, such an insane, fantastic episode.
1: Yes, it was.
0: And this one was written by—I wrote it down—written by Scott Kozar, and directed by Olatunde Ola Osinsomni. <laughs>
1: yeah, I heard it was a.
0: It looks like a like a Jeopard- Middle Eastern. Oh, is it Somny? Middle East? Oh.
1: Say it again. I'll try and Google them or. It's Ola, Ola Tundi,
0: Olatunde O-L-A-T-U-N-D-E. And then oh me. Okay, Don't worry about the rest. <laughs> so the last name does look like Japanese or something. But the first name kind of seems Middle Eastern or something to me. But I, bre- I bet you pronounce that E. I bet it's we want like... to
1: racial profile you. attendee.
0: Yeah, maybe it is. It, it very well could be Indian. Right, right. But good job, guys. Or I guess attendee could be a female.
1: They're listed as an actor. (laughs) Oh. Well. Am I getting the same person? Is the last name spelled O-L-A-T-U-N-J-I?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Okay. I got the wrong person.
0: It's O-S-U-N-S-A-N-M-I. All the time. Okay. We got it. Okay. It's male. Okay. I think he's African.
1: Oh, was, you know. Know.
0: I don't know why I didn't even think of African.
1: I don't know either, now that I see...
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Tunde sounds just African as can be. <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Olatande. Yes. <laughs> All
1: right, just a director, it looks like. And, oh, writer, too. Producer. He did Falling Skies. Mm-hmm. The fourth kind. The Cavern.
0: Oh, the fourth kind, is that that one where like people have like UFO, hypnotic? Yeah Okay
1: I saw that and I think I even saw the cavern He wrote and directed that
0: I don't think I saw that one because I'm not a big uh, You put caves and water together and uh, Nope (laughs) (laughs) I don't like either thing (laughs) Well, I like water, I just don't like the ocean I like lakes.
1: He's done a lot of guest directing of TV, lots, many TV shows. Anyway, he he um he did a beautiful job. Yes. His shots were gorgeous.
0: Yes, they were.
1: An atmosphere. Oh, they were beautiful. I don't know if I've been that impressed with the cinematography on Bates ever.
0: I know. I know. It was it was a gorgeous episode. It was just And then the writing, the Scott Kozar. Wow. Yeah, wow. Scott. I know. Blow us away.
1: <laughs> Everyone blows us away. Man. Awesome.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's we start with it. the comment cards. Indeed. All right. Our first one is from Julia. She says, well, that was one heck of a tough pill to swallow. I mean, sheesh, (laughs) that was some heavy, heavy stuff. I love how the stories and the actors' portrayals of the stories are able to provoke such strong emotions in the viewers. This episode was fantastic as a sort of character study, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, Mm -hmm. here are my thoughts while I was watching. When asked about his home life, Norman responded, it was, uh, and I was like, let me guess, normal? And then he said normal. Shocker. <laughs> he said
1: normal, and then he went on to call it ordinary. Ordinary. <laughs> 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 I
0: just love that that's his answer. Just after Dr. E explains like what dissociative <laughs> disorder is, like when childhood is trauma.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking about it. Norma, head Norma has pulled all the crap out of his mind. Yep. So it is normal to him. That's true. That's true. I mean all of the bad stuff, he does not know about it. He knows vague things about his dad drank. But really, she has his his thoughts of his childhood have been literally, I don't know if you'd say literally, but totally whitewashed.
0: Yep. She has not literally whitewashed. Those memories and kept them for herself.
1: Yeah. So she's Tucked them away from him. So when he thinks back on his childhood, I think he just doesn't have a lot of memories, probably. It's, it's probably why
0: he says he doesn't really remember that much about it. Yeah. Because so much of it is not in his actual memories. It's in hers.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's very interesting. It is very interesting that the human brain can do that. Oh, man. Isn't it? just
1: That oh, interesting little protection that some people you know, are granted by their brain is amazing. It really is. It is crazy.
0: I know. I mean, it's not not healthy. (laughs) 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 No, it is not. But it's just, wow, our brains can do that. It's really crazy that, yeah.
1: Well, I think often it's not, I think more likely your brain is going to file them and just keep them from you. It's it's rare
0: that it'll create a personality that... Right. It's more of a repression. Yeah, repression. That's the word. Where it's still in your... Yeah, yeah.
1: You've just... Your mind has been like, nope. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> it's extremely rare for your brain to actually conjure up a, an actual person that...
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think his closeness with his mom is maybe why he did that. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I just thought Dr. Edwards just explained it so succinctly within a couple sentences, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Well, okay.
1: Quite well. <laughs> I well,
0: I, mean, I I I think it started making sense to him. He's like, I was gonna say, I think uh, it was like, okay. That's why mm. I have those weird conversations with her that <laughs> she wasn't there for. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Julia says, once again, just a mere sight of Norman made me chuckle. He was playing croquet, for goodness sakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was normal. Yep. Mother is charming. You know, aside from the home murder psychopathic tendencies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when she's just harmlessly flirting. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says oh great more of the Norman or Norma Caleb backstory I never wanted <laughs> yep I
1: always am interested <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: my stomach was in knots during the dinner scene with Chick and Norma I legit thought I would throw up if I heard one more detail about Norma and Caleb's relationship in quotes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I said it once, and I'll say it again. Flowers in the attic's got nothing on Bates Motel. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yay, more Dorma scenes. I still love those two together more than words can describe. I just wish our conversations at had been a tad less volatile.
1: I know, but it was so great. I know. We got like a little piece of Norma we haven't seen for a little while. Yes,
0: we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dylan, don't do anything destructive. LOL. <laughs> you do know you're talking to Norma, right? <laughs> I just love that. He, like, well, that's why he said so it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from a bad yeah. place, Mom. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know.
1: Leave well enough alone.
0: <laughs> Everything's good. Everyone's happy. <laughs> That's how like two people have told Norma not to mess things up. Know. <laughs> Everyone knows Norma well enough.
1: <laughs> um, I was saying it to her that last scene with Chick. I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, she says for a second there I thought Seattle might actually happen for Dylan and Emma then he found the rabbit haha show very funny you got me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's going to be interesting how this goes down
1: yes it will indeed
0: because <laughs> I do you think Dylan's suspicious of anything or just does he does he think he could like just reach out to Audrey and let her know that like Emma's doing okay I mean where where do you think he's going here
1: I think at this point I mean it was suspicious that she never checked out and I'm kind of annoyed at Norma for not saying well she did leave so I'm gonna put her as checked out (laughs) Yeah. When he looked on the computer, there was no checkout date. Oh. And maybe she can't since she didn't officially check out. She didn't get her bill with the free Wi-Fi. Right. But I think at this point, since the letter and the rabbit were there, he may have like, I don't know. To me, he may have some niggling worries. But I think mostly he's going to just try and reach out to her because she wrote that letter to Emma. Right. I'm not sure he's driven mostly by suspicion that something happened to her.
0: I don't think so either. So I think he's going to, like, innocently try to find her, and it's going to be bad. Yep. Like, try to find her, like, not with the motivation that she might be in trouble or dead or something, you know. Yeah,
1: he's going to go, he's going to... Look up her address or something, find out she hasn't been there since she checked into the hotel, and then things right. are going to proceed from there. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Okay. That's what I thought, too. Um, okay, so Norma's call to Caleb started out how I expected. Then it got weird. Well, Caleb got weird and weirder. And then he said, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I thought about turning the TV off at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, it made me kind of throw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, he's... Ew, I hate him. I love you. He just
1: needs to move on with his life. He needs to see a therapist.
0: Yes. Yes. He needs therapy all around. (laughs) He needs the Costa Rican Dr. Edwards. (laughs) Dr. Eduardo. (laughs) <laughs> yes he does <laughs> Um, That flashback of Sam After Norma tried to run away What an effing a-hole I missed pretty much the whole flashback Though because I did turn the TV off At that point Oh um, dude
1: <sighs> Yeah that's Something We could probably just get into when we get to it Yeah but... Yeah, That was affecting It was
0: (laughs) So upsetting Yeah. Um, She says gosh dang it After Emily put the idea in my head on Twitter I was generally hoping it was Norma's cell phone She was screaming at in the road And and disappointed when it wasn't
1: (laughs) A few of us on Twitter had a little (laughs) Trying to figure out who she was yelling at on the bridge And I said I bet it's a
0: cell phone (laughs) Don't laugh It's been that before (laughs) That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, all joking aside, I loved Norma during and after the scene on the bridge. I haven't seen her be that Norma E in a while. It was an absolute treat. Yes. yes, it was.
1: She was a treat this episode. We got the many facets oh. of Norma.
0: Oh, I. We got just. Yes, every facet of it. We grammar. got
1: everything you want in Norma, all in one episode. <laughs> yes, <so> we <laughs> the ups <did>. and downs. <laughs> and everything in between. <laughs> we got them
0: all.
2: <laughs>
0: Julia says, Geez, Norma, what did that lettuce ever do to you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's her therapy, is chopping veggies. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um. Just give me some veggies to chop. So like everyone on the show has all of a sudden gotten together and just acknowledged and accepted the fact that Caleb is Dylan's dad. Gross. I cringed every (laughs) single time someone said the D word this episode and then in parentheses, D, the D word is dad.
1: (laughs) You know what? It happened.
0: It's there. Uh, What can you do but accept it? I was really surprised when Norma called him Dylan's dad in front of Dylan. Like, have you talked to your dad? I was like, Norma, don't say that. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Call him it. Caleb. You know, it's yes, he's you got to earn dad. You know, you That's... do. You have to earn dad. And You're right. Caleb is not dad. Caleb is Caleb. sperm donor. <laughs> Have <laughs> you talked to your sperm donor? <laughs> um, after Norman mothered out when Dr. Edwards asked to speak with her, did she say, These is things that have happened? My speakers must not have been working correctly, right? Um, I don't think that's what... I don't think so. I think I have it in the recap, so we'll we'll okay. figure it out. But I don't think I think you heard it wrong. Um, just shut the f up and die, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> then she has, I'm not broken. I am still standing. Goosebumps, tears, shudders. Bravo, Vera. Oh, that was amazing. Mm. Yes. Uh, I was totally expecting Norma to go full Hulk smash when she saw that window. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm ecstatic that Chick didn't tell Romero about Caleb. I would have been so disappointed in him and lost all respect I had for his character. When he kissed Norma on the cheek, it seemed almost like an apology to me. Oh, boy, Chick. Your Chick sure
1: came through. <laughs> oh, I love Chick so much. It was exactly honestly from the scene from the bridge it was i expected no less of him
0: i didn't either yeah exactly. i did not
1: even expect him and as i said i'm like is he really gonna do the window you bet he was he was totally working on the window he was. I, it. <laughs>
0: I told you he's got integrity
1: and... he absolutely does and he's not just blowing up smoke he has got the chick way about him and it's it's uh it's an interesting world in there <laughs> But, yeah, I honestly, from the scene on the bridge after she got in the car and you just see him watch her leave, I'm like, chick's going to come through. Absolutely. He I is. I'm not surprised one bit.
0: I I really think what happened was he really just wanted to kind of not bully her, but, like, threaten her with the information he has to get her to tell him where Caleb was, I don't think he was expecting at all what he like unhinged in her,
1: no, and I really honestly and I believe... think he
0: felt bad about it,
1: oh yeah, especially from the scene in the diner. I think okay, when I, I think he had a good read on Norma, mostly, mm-hmm. and I think he thought. She's the kind of person that if he puts a little heat, it's going to, like, give her permission in her mind to get Caleb killed if she wants it. Right. And if he pushes her a little bit, that's going to give her the permission she needs to get him killed and to be good for her. When he found out it was something different and he was really – he just – he didn't want to – he had nothing against Norma. He really didn't. I think he genuinely liked her and respected her. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, once he found yeah. out that's not what she wanted and it was going to ruin her life, he's like, all right, I can do this another way. I, can,
0: I can do this another way. Exactly. Like,
1: Or I could see him maybe just letting it go. Maybe taking her example. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean. I don't know
1: what's going to happen, but.
0: Yeah. I He just, he doesn't know Norma. He's never seen that side of Norma come out and. I honestly think he, like, was like, whoa, okay, I, look what I just did to this lady, and I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. I just, I just wanted to know where her brother was and thought if I, you know, threatened to tell her a secret, she'll, you know, I don't think he expected at all for her to show up the way she did with the gun. And, yeah, I I just think he felt really bad, like, I didn't mean to bring <laughs> this out. I just want to know where your brother is, you know.
1: Yeah, no, he's got a zen quality about him. But... He does, he does. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Yay, chick. Way to go, chick. I hope. I hope your hammock's comfortable. <laughs> 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 um, Julia's next bullet point is all caps. I love chick. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, I had real actual tears in my eyes during Norma's confession to Romero. That whole ending scene was perfect and amazing.
1: Yep, actual tears. All three times I watched it. <laughs> yeah,
0: every time I did. Yeah, like tears would well up in my eyes, too. And i that doesn't happen to me yeah, very often surprising. at all. surprising. Yep. Uh, she says, B- P.S. I have decided to remain in the Razor Clam room for the duration of my stay at the B&B. Thank you for your hospitality till next week, Julia.
2: You're <laughs> <All> welcome. <good.
0: laughs> I'm glad that you decided to stay. <laughs> we have commissioned chick to make some beautiful stained glass windows for that room.
1: Yes, there are like not lots of art and beautiful stained glass windows. Yep, with not lots of refracted light. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. But thanks, Julia. Yes, thank you,
1: Julia. Uh, Next, we have Daniel, our resident soul bait shipper. (laughs) See how he took this one? Hey, Sue and M. Well, I literally have no idea where we are now within the framework of the show as a tentative backstory to Psycho. Dr. Edwards has identified Norman's condition and told him that he has another personality living inside of him that takes over when he blacks out, and that this personality's name is Norma Bates, Mother of the Year. I <laughs> don't know if he's sarcastic or not. I'm
0: pretty curious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure where this leaves us looking forward. Even if Mother makes good on her word and kills Dr. Edwards to spare Norman from having to deal with all the trauma she has protected him from, how could Norman ever again actually believe in his mother hallucinations or trust in his own innocence during another blackout ever again? Or will the shock of his mother's new marriage and the jealous murder of Norma be the catalyst that causes Norman to fracture completely and irreparably so that these delusions are once again possible, undoing all of Dr. Edward's progress? Well, I think you might have something there.
0: I think so, too.
1: Because in the movie, the killing of his mother fractures him. Right. I Right now, I'm so into this show that I... Honestly, I'm not giving it a lot of thought. I don't I honestly don't care that much now. I should.
0: <laughs> no, I I agree and I just but I, I love what
1: I love what they're doing so much.
0: I trust the writers to take us there.
1: Me too, and I feel like it will be different and they've always said it's going to, you know, they're not going to ease exactly into the movie psycho. They're making their own story. But I think there's lots of things you can do with brain Illnesses, right, right. Brain clouds (laughs) with mental illness. They, (laughs) they could. I think they can come up with
0: something, and I'm sure. I'm sure they've already worked it out. Oh sure. I bet they have, and I. It doesn't feel like they're riding themselves into a hole that they're going to have to do some weird left turns to get out of. You know, like some shows do. So I. I do think he has his mentioning of, you know, Norma finding, Norman finding out about Romero and Norma being married and stuff. I think that is going to be a catalyst into breaking him a little bit. I don't think he's going to take that very well.
1: Yeah, and there's always regression and denial. (laughs) Right. There's. I don't know. What if he fractures into another mother personality? I mean, this one's already murderous, but it's more protective. What if this one protects him against all the knowledge? Or what if mother takes all the knowledge of those? What if she represses all the therapy memories? Right. Because he, like, flips out about this Romero thing and the marriage. And, you know, she she could take those memories away. And leave him back to square one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could be something like that. I I just really think he's going to make all this progress. And then I don't think he's going to take it very well when he gets out, finally, whenever that is. And everyone's been so happy while he was gone. And it happened, like, right after, you know, like, Bill and Emma, Romero and Norma. That's going to be, like, his... Oh, so I leave, and you guys have, like, great things happen to you, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. That's, I think, <laughs> I have almost no doubt that that's going to be a huge factor. Yeah. And it's going to do something.
0: It's going to do something bad to him, because, yeah, his mother is, like, happier than she's probably ever been.
1: I would venture to guess,
0: you know, and I don't think that's going to bode well with Norman. (laughs) (laughs) He's the man of the house.
1: (laughs) Especially right now. I mean, think about where she is right now at the end of this episode. Right. Norman's making progress. He's happy. He's doing well, according to Dylan. Yeah, Dylan's leaving, but oh, I'll talk about it later, but... Her finally telling the truth to Romero is huge. I don't think we've even comprehended the impact of her letting her biggest secret out to him and him accepting her for it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I thought it was such a good touch to see Dylan visiting with Norman at Pineview. While Norman's sessions have been endlessly fascinating, it seems kind of lonely with him being so isolated from the rest of the cast for most of the season. So it was just sweet to see one of the people who was supposed to care about Norman actually visiting him and just hanging out with him.
0: Yep, I like that too.
1: Yeah, it was sweet too. But I noticed when he said that, I thought about it and I noticed that I haven't really missed it. Him interacting with everyone else. I have been so wrapped up in him getting better that it's just like, well, he needs to be alone right now and getting better and working on him.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I've missed it. I like seeing him with the other cast members, but this, I don't know. I I haven't missed it.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. They're just doing important work. (laughs) Uh, Norma's strong insistence that Dylan absolutely not tell Norman about her marriage to Romero brought a chuckle both for Dylan's uncomfortable confusion as to why and the delicate rationalizations Norma came up with to try to justify such an outwardly odd thing. (laughs) I I still think she has a point, I think, because I think
0: she knows that, like what we've been saying, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's got to be dealt with very delicately. Yeah.
1: And oh, man, though, Dylan, he's right. Dylan's reaction was funny.
0: Yeah, it was really funny.
1: Um... We've never seen that bridge before, but that was a really cool scene. Actually, isn't that the one Bradley
0: jumped off of? I'm not sure if it's the one that Bradley jumped off of. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It seems like the one that Bradley jumped off of was more of a bigger bridge, like on a bigger road. Oh.
1: Okay. Maybe we've never seen it before, but it was cool. Actually, the whole episode made interesting use of floating camera work, mood lighting, and atmospheric weather. I'm just glad we now know she was screaming at Chick and not Norman, which I had worried about a tiny bit. <laughs> Out of everybody, I didn't ever seriously consider it be Norman. <laughs> or Romero. I didn't either, but
0: I just love that Daniel was worried it was Norman. <laughs>
1: Daniel would worry about that. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bottom of my list Well, I guess Dylan would be there too, would be Romero and Norman and Dylan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I never thought seriously that it was Romero. I, I really thought it was Rebecca, but I was on board that it could be Chick. I was hoping it wasn't.
1: Yeah. I,
0: but as it turned out, I'm glad it was. And I thought that was a great scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chick was my second choice, my official second choice. Rebecca was my first. Yeah. But I didn't expect, still, I didn't expect it to go the way it did, even if it was chick. (laughs) No. Norma's flashback broke me. As soon as I saw little Norman take Norma's hand from under the bed while being violently raped on top of it by his father, and we knew she was taking it just to protect Norman from the wrath of his homicidally drunk, of this homicidally drunk man, the tears just came out of me instantly. Damn these writers and directors for being so good at wrapping you so completely into this story sometimes. There must have been so many moments like that which they faced together. The whole thing made total sense. How traumatic it would be, why they would develop such a strong bond living through that kind of abuse together, and why the personality Norman grew to disassociate into would be his own mother. Yeah, that uh, man, <laughs> this made this whole show make so much sense. Totally. And, you know, on top of that, and not necessarily that scene, but I guess some of that scene, is this episode made the pilot episode so much more poignant in, like, a couple different ways.
0: Oh, yeah, I never thought of that.
1: One, okay, I'll get into it now. Her excitement. You remember when they're, like, running through the house and she's showing him the tour of the house and we just kind of laughed at it? Mm -hmm. How happy she was. They were escaped from that man and they were together in this new house. I bet it, it was just that exciting to her. Right. This first time they're just alone and they don't have to worry about this repressive, horrible man. And two, can you believe it? That first day or two, she gets raped. I know. By Keith Summers. I know. And her killing him and everything and how much she killed him (laughs) how many stabs and things it just i can't believe how much this episode worked with the pilot to make it so much more poignant i mean i almost went back and just watched it before we podcasted because i'm like watching the pilot through the eyes of people that have seen the vault is a different show
0: you're right it
1: really is and it's so beautiful how it all works together and how Amazed I am with the job they're doing with it. It really all goes together. Like, it's more planned than I ever would have thought. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'll watch the pilot today.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm disappointed we never got to see Norma receiving Norman's message from Pineview last episode. I've been very curious what her real reaction to it was. Or are they still trying to leave open the possibility that the real Norma visited him in the courtyard then? That seems unlikely. I think it is. I, mean, I it slipped my mind, but it is kind of odd we never got to see her hear that message and not It seems like Norma would do something, right? Like go visit him hearing that message. So, I don't know. That seems
0: well, almost
1: like a dropped thing.
0: Yeah, maybe Maybe she's the one to encourage Dylan to go see him after hearing that message. Like, go, go feel him out. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe this is just a moment of he's sorry and she's afraid that if she shows up he's going to get angry again or something. So, she was like, Dylan, you go. Go see how he's doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and she's pretty wrapped up in this chick thing right now, you know, during this episode. And I don't know how much time has gone by since Norman leaving that message and, you know, the, like, the start of this episode. Right. That'd be interesting to know. But, yeah, it is a little odd. We didn't see her reaction. Well,
0: we know Dr. Edwards says that he's been there for two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet a few days have passed.
1: It's, it's got to have been a few days at yeah, least. I bet
0: a few days. Half a week, maybe. Maybe. But no, I don't think they're trying to open up the possibility that real Norma visited him. That was, no, I think that was head Norma.
1: Very clear that was head Norma. Yeah. Lingering questions Romero gave out Bob's key. You think Rebecca quit while she's ahead or pressed her luck over her feelings for the sheriff? Boy, we all want her to quit while she's ahead, but I don't think that'll make good drama. I
0: think she's stupid. (laughs) I do, too. Yep. she the perfect opportunity to just go.
1: (laughs) Go be a millionaire. Hide in the Caymans. Whatever you got to do.
0: Yep. Live out your life. Yep. Never, ever, ever come back. Uh Uh-huh. But, no, I think she... I don't think that's good enough for she's going to do something stupid.
1: Although that is suspicious for her to just disappear, and you think, I think that'd be a little suspicious for the DEA, and I think they would try and find her.
0: Oh, I'm sure they would, but that's not Romero's problem. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) That's her problem. (laughs) Although it is his problem. If she gets caught, she'd sing, you know. Yeah, true.
1: I don't know. That's a wild card, and I... I thought yeah. it was very interesting to have that tiny little scene where he just gives her the key and goes, and yep. that's it. Uh, that was what gives me a tummy ache. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's an idiot. We all know she's she's, she's going to let that. her heart rule. Yep. And it's stupid, and she knows it's stupid, but she's going to do it. Yep. Yep, she's going to press her luck. That's my call. Same. (laughs) Chick is such a weird, complex character. One moment he can seem very sinister, and the next he can surprise you with benign, heartfelt wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Have we finally laid Chick and Caleb to rest, or will Kenny Johnson find another excuse for his car to break down on this show? (laughs) The fact that he said he might come up there when things have calmed down opens it up to me that he's coming back and going to be killed.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, But I don't know if it's going to be a showdown between Chick and Caleb. I think it might be Romero and Caleb.
1: Now that Romero's got the news, I think you know, he's going to
0: Batman it out with him. I, I think so. I I think Chick's going to have nothing to do with it. I think Chick and Romero might buddy up.
1: Yeah, you know what? Romero may seek him out, huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Like yeah, he raped his wife. I mean, he raped his wife. Caused, you know. I mean, he started the ball rolling on. I guess her parents did, but Norma is damaged.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's broken, but not down. She's strong, but she's had so much in her life, and Romero Romero feels that and hates that and. Wants to protect her. And Caleb is a great. I don't know. The way he said that man that I had dinner with that night.
0: Yep. Exactly. I was
1: like, Ooh, Caleb, you're in trouble. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's
0: exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And chick boy, he is complex and interesting. And I, a lot of, Oh, did you see him standing next to Romero? That is the first time I've really gotten a handle on how big chick is. Yeah, he's only- he
0: crap. is really big. <laughs> Romero looked tiny. I know <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep and i i I don't see Romero like. I think Romero understands that Chick didn't tell the secret. Yeah. So I, I don't think Romero's gonna go after Chick.
1: No, I don't think Chick's gonna get the Batman treatment. I don't think so. I don't think Romero even worries about it. I think he got it. As we all did, I feel. I think most of us yeah. got it. Norma did not. <laughs> I think
0: I think Romero witnessing, you know, Norma just like spewing her normaness on chick in front of him and then chick just walks up and kisses her on the cheek and I hope you like the window, you know.
1: Yeah, I think
0: I think Romero that recognized that
1: as a gesture for what it was.
0: Yes, exactly. So but yeah, I have a feeling that Caleb's going down yep. by Romero.
1: Yeah, and I fully support that. <laughs> that has my vote. <laughs> yep. I'd rather see him kill Caleb than Rebecca.
0: I think Romero's going to find out what Caleb did to Chick, and he's go- that's going to give him even more reason to go after him. You know, mm, Cause, yeah, because Romero's definitely going to wonder why why is Chick looking for Caleb. You know, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Bye, bye, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Come on back to White Pine Bay. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: by finding that stuffed bunny And Audrey Ducote's letter to Emma I think Dylan just found his ticket back On to that show That the rest of us are watching Yeah, uh-huh. for sure I'm interested to see how these threads The DEA investigation Bob Paris's laundered millions Rebecca, Chick, Audrey's murder And Norma Norman returning home to find Norma Has replaced him with Romero All managed to intersect soon <laughs> Yeah, we are, man, this is going to be the showdown of the century.
0: I know, there's so many great little plots, I love it.
1: (laughs) And they're all good. They're all good plots? They're all
0: excellent. I know. Seriously. Now, I have a question. How, so, okay, so after Head Norma did whatever she did with Audrey, Mm -hmm. so did she go put that bunny and the letter up in Dylan's room?
1: Why is it in Dylan's room? That is my (laughs) big question. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Okay. I don't know either. That is weird. I know, right? Yeah. So, Head Norma must have... Must have cleaned up the living room, because when when she was strangling Audrey, (laughs) like, the tea set got kicked over and stuff. So there must have been some cleanup and maybe she grabbed the letter and the bunny and just put it up in Dylan's room? It's gotta be what happened.
1: Yeah, it does. I just don't know why.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Why I mean. she wouldn't hide it in Norman's room.
0: Or just get rid of it.
1: And why was Norma gone so long? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that bugs me. I don't know. Maybe... We're probably going to find out. You think? I think so. I think we'll have a flashback to what happened that day.
1: I guess we will.
0: When, as soon as... As soon as...
1: Audrey is unearthed. Either literally or... <laughs> <Yes>. Figuratively. <laughs> he says, move over, please. I need to climb into the mama bear bed after this one, too. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big bed. It's a big bed, this episode. Just getting those flashbacks. We all need a little Mama Berry.
0: Yep. Well,
1: thanks, Daniel.
0: Thanks, Daniel. Our next comic card is from Harold. And he says, We have been watching the show for three and a half seasons. And pretty much every single week, Vera Farmiga has had at least one scene where she is completely amazing. But wow, this one just topped them all. This week's script gave her the opportunity to show Norma in a variety of different scenes, and she knocked them all out of the park. The romantic morning scene, feeling trapped by Chick, the confrontation on the bridge, the scene in the kitchen when she is frustrated, the rape flashback, and of course that final scene when she breaks down and confesses to Romero. Those last two were two of the most emotional scenes in the history of Bates Motel. Yeah, and he kind of... Said what
1: we were saying. We just got every facet of Norma.
0: Yep, (laughs) Yep. and just, man, all were just amazing. Yeah. Um, It is hard to imagine anything topping that last scene. Norma has spent 35 episodes trying to keep secrets, and here she chose to to maintain her own integrity until Romero all, even if he will never look at her the same again. Vera had me crying with her, and the topper, when she, when Romero tells her, okay, where are we going, it was absolute perfection. Ugh, that was so great.
1: That was, and I just knew he was taking it okay, and then when he said okay, I thought,
0: what? No, I was so scared for a second. I know it was like, then, okay, pause, and just the look on her face, she was like, oh, oh. and then he's like, where are we going? Oh, that oh, was amazing. That was, that was absolute perfection. It absolute.
1: Was.
0: Oh. Man. Yeah. Oh, and just her, like, sobs. Oh, her relief. Relief sobs were amazing. They were so cute. They were
1: so cute. Oh, Um... I love them so much. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to carry them around in my pocket.
2: (laughs) I
0: love them. Um,. We also got new backstory explaining the details of Norma's relationship with Caleb. It was never clear before how much of it was consensual or not, so now I think we have a pretty honest account. Plus, we also got to see how Norma and Norman's tight emotional connection was formed. It is hard to imagine how Dr. Edwards could avoid addressing that in his future sessions. My suggestion, make sure Norman sits in front of you at all times. Don't (laughs) allow any knives or letter openers in the office. (laughs) Maybe consider having Norman wear a straight jacket during the session. <laughs>
1: All sage advice. Yes. <laughs> Dr.
0: Edwards, please. <laughs> How much
1: is he possibly suspecting that under the Norma guys, Norman has actually killed people?
0: I'm wondering if he's starting to Do you think like...
1: He's a smart dude. I think he could possibly be putting that together. Especially with that threat. That was an unveiled Especially with that threat,
0: yes. That he might be going, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) You know. (laughs) Maybe there was something to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think he's going to put it together. Yeah. I think the wheels are probably turning right now. Mm -hmm. But he's got the assurance from that cop that, no, these are, you know, there's a guy doing time and Bradley was a suicide, you know. I don't know. Yeah. it'll come out, he'll figure it out, I think, and then he'll die
1: well again, I'm gonna bring up you know Bradley's body again, that can easily come out, and that is going to rip a huge hole in the Bradley, yes, and then that could open a hole in everything else
0: yeah there's there's no way Bradley is just staying at the bottom of that lake.
1: no, I just I can see that as being a very easy way to get that figured out, yeah
0: and. After I had watched this a couple times it I I thought it was interesting. I don't know. It It would be interesting if while Romero and Norma are like having dinner and talking if he'd mentioned something about Bradley Martin's house, mother's house getting broken into or so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of start us going oh yeah there's that you know yeah
1: i was actually thinking about the break-in at her house you know i just don't know how much i don't think norma and him have talked much about bradley and norma you know
0: probably not at all probably not at
1: all but if they ever did he could easily put it together you know because you know that police were called and Sure, yeah, her fingerprints were all over. That was another open ended question we had whether right. her fingerprints are on file i i think I think they must not have been because maybe that not. would have come up if it if it would have come up that that was Bradley, I think that would have yeah come out <laughs> to
0: us. I don't know don't they don't they fingerprint like elementary school kids now and stuff. Yeah,
1: I well, Scouts had her fingerprints done, but they're that was kind of a special thing that like a community organization was doing, and I don't know if everyone's doing that. Right. I don't. I really. I've got two elementary school kids. I'd say no, they don't. Okay. But the fact that she's gone to a, it's possible that she's been to a mental institution. Little things like that. It's possible her fingerprints have, are. Right. something. Right, But But it's also possible they're not.
0: Would they think to run them, though? That's the thing. I mean, I think they have a little card, maybe, with her fingerprints on them. But did they put them in a database?
1: in a database. Probably not. I I think it's actually very possible they're not. They're not. Right. And that was never. They were just unidentified fingerprints.
0: I just thought it would be interesting to hear Romero just mention the break-in. Yeah. And have us go, oh, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Um. Okay. Harold says, you have to wonder whether Caleb will come running back to White Pine Bay now that he is getting calls from Norma and Dylan claiming they have really missed him. Will he get back in time to get killed by Chick or will Romero have taken care of him by then? We think Romero. Yes. I give this 10 out of 10 frying pans getting slammed onto the grill top. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10.
1: 10 out of 10 from Harold
0: That's awesome Thanks Harold
1: Thanks Harold Next we have one from Kim She says Hi Sue and M. This episode was the most dark and emotional yet But first a few lighter moments Norman socks over his pants while playing croquet (laughs) (laughs) I I stared at those the entire First time I watched it (laughs) Trying to figure out what was going on (laughs)
0: What's going on here?
1: I thought that they were possibly a pair of boots that have like that, like woolly tops, right. soft
0: woolly tops. Right.
1: And I'm like, you know what? Nope, those are just his those socks. Are his Why are
0: he doing that? He's an old man.
1: <laughs> Maybe he got the idea from Dickie.
0: Maybe Dickie showed him. Oh, no, Dickie the sap. Boo. Dickie could have been playing croquet with him.
1: Yes, he could have. <laughs> Uh, Norma chopping and slamming around in the kitchen. Yes. And Chick had a sandwich. He did. We
0: never saw it, though, but he ordered one. He ordered one. Good enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a club with no mayo? What's your problem, Chick? That's the best part of a club. I know.
0: <laughs> I was so happy that he ordered a club, because that is, like, my go-to when I go to a oh, diner. Love I love club, club sandwiches. <laughs>
1: Uh, did you just have a little scene of you and Chick? Yes. Having club sandwiches and diners? It'd together? be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the mama bear treatment. <laughs> I take you out to a club for a club. Let's
0: go get club <laughs> sandwiches, Chick. <laughs> 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 and you can go nap in your hammock. <laughs> uh,
1: my question about whether Dylan lived with Norma, Sam and Norman was answered. Norman was too young to stay away from the house like Dylan did. It was heartbreaking to see Norman under the bed holding Norma's hand while she was being raped by Sam. All that was explained by Head Norma. You know, I was really trying to... Have we ever been told how far apart they are in age?
0: Dylan and Norman?
1: Yeah, because I'm thinking it's probably around four years.
0: I'm thinking three or four years.
1: Because my think... 18, Dylan's got to be 22, 23. I
0: would not put him anywhere above 23. No. No, I think he said in an earlier season that he was 21. So. Oh, really? I, that, it just sounds familiar. I don't know why. But it seems like we did get an age from Dylan And we knew that Norman was like seventeen, so I think, yeah, I think they're like four years apart. Which
1: puts Norma at a younger than I think her to be. She's like mid thirties, huh?
0: Well, like mid to late thirties. I'd put her at like thirty-eight. All right. Because I think she said she was seventeen when she got pregnant with Dylan and ran off with her high school boyfriend. So, if he's like 22 and she's 17 years old, yeah, that puts her at like 38, 39.
1: I was thinking of her being a little younger when she got pregnant. I forgot she was 17. I was thinking more like 15.
0: No, I think she said she was 17. Okay.
1: That's really old to still be sleeping with your brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the weirdest sentences I've ever said. You know what I mean though yes yes because there was a time where she said she realized what they were doing was wrong I just I think of like a 13 year old <laughs> figuring that out you know what I mean
0: right right but nope she was like 17 when she figured that out
1: okay I'm not gonna judge the lifestyle she grew up in because it was crazy yep okay did I finish that yep okay Oh, yeah, I did. And another point was I was trying to figure out how old Dylan was when he was just stayed away from the house as much as possible. He had to have been pretty dang young.
0: Like 11.
1: Yeah. Just That's really a... young to just be gone all the time.
0: Well, you know, he I picture he probably had like a neighborhood friend and just spent yeah. all of his time at their house. Yeah. You know. We had friends like that. That spent most of their time at our house than at their own. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hell, Matt had friends in high school that would go to our house when Matt wasn't even there. <laughs> 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 Mom and Dad would come home. Matt's friends were watching TV in the living room. Where's Matt? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Um,
1: okay, then Norma had to explain her relationship with Caleb to Alex. She has had a rough life. I think that because she called Caleb, he will be back and Chick will get his revenge. Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looking forward to your review. So much happened. Next week looks good too. Should I say this sentence?
0: Um, let's save it for the okay. spoiler.
1: Kim in the Candy Corn Room. Thanks, Kim.
0: Thanks, Kim.
1: All right. I'm going to Matt? Yep. Matt says, Who's up for a murder mystery party at the B and B? The B and B has sure been quiet this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The Iggy and Legata adventures seem to have quieted down.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Not a lot of shenanigans going on. Matt's murder murder mystery party. It could be just what the doctor ordered. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I would totally join in for that. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna play his voicemail.
3: Hello, yes, Mother Podcast hard to believe that we are in the back half of the season already. It's just been flying by. And that includes a week off, a surprise week off, which I initially was a little disappointed that we'd have to take a week off, but then you ladies recorded a What We've Been Watching, which we haven't had in a while, and that was very enjoyable. So thank you for that. It was a Thanks, good Matt. way to spend the, the week break. So hmm. we're back. Pretty good episode. Uh, first of all, I have to say I really like the actor David Cubitt, who plays Norman's father. I know him from the television series Medium, and uh, I liked him on that. And I've seen him in other stuff, and he's he's good. I wish uh, his part in this was a little expanded, but I'm actually surprised that we've seen him as much as we have this past season, because we never saw him outside of I think an episode or two earlier, so.
1: I'm afraid to see any more of him.
3: Norman had some breakthroughs, courtesy of the uh, psychiatrist, a psychologist, who is, uh, I think, doing a pretty good job. I mean, his facility is, as I said before, is shite, but (laughs) he's doing a good job. I hope he's recording these sessions. I really want him to play back a video for Norman of him being his mother, or uh, maybe they have, like, outside security footage of when he hugged that tree. That would be quite humorous to watch. Oh, I would love that. Me too. Let's see. Uh, I really liked seeing Dylan sort of uh, reconnect with his brother and play croquet, which is a game that I enjoy. And I was not happy to see Funkle again, but mercifully it was brief. Didn't really uh, expect the chick thing to work out so so well for Norma. She should have just shot the bastard on the bridge, but kind of <laughs> liked her meltdown. I always love it when Norma has a meltdown. <laughs> I feel like this episode left all of our characters in a really good place. Norman with his breakthrough. Norma realizing that her relationship with Romero is very strong. Dylan's moving to be with Emma. Everyone is just... It's pretty happy and in a good spot so I think we should just stop watching the show now and (laughs) we will have a a perfectly happy ending Uh, no point in continuing I don't think we should continue, we'll just stop right now (laughs) shut the podcast down shut it down I agree uh, we'll see you all when when you cover uh, Game of Thrones (laughs) alright, talk talk to you then M watches Thrones it's gonna be great
0: Oh, uh, thanks, that <laughs> It is tempting, like, all right, let's just stop.
1: I know. We're good. <laughs> I mean, we can watch it, and this is going to be the point. I guess we're going to just shush. <laughs> we'll watch it all. But as we look back on the series, we're going to shush everything from now on. <laughs> yes. Because this is, this is our happy ending. Yep. Folks, this is it although I said that before a couple episodes ago and it seems it keeps the happiness keeps going
0: but I really think this is it <laughs> I, know, I, I don't think the happiness is going to last too much longer No, <laughs> maybe one more episode
1: <laughs> half an episode maybe
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> but what we have four left yes yeah, we could have one more happy I think one more happy
1: And then two or three of utter chaos
0: (laughs) and destruction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. All right. Our next comic card is from Candy. And she says, hey, Sue and Emily. First off, Sue, I didn't mean to dismiss your contribution (laughs) to the music selections. You and Emily both pick great music. I enjoy it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking because I think out of all the music I've picked, three of the songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd say I think three is what I think too.
0: I think Box of Rain. It was um, just funny. You
1: yeah, Box of Rain. You did a David Byrne.
0: A David Byrne.
1: And then that last the, Le- Leonard Cohen
0: one. The Leonard Cohen one.
1: Which is uh, with the email that you. Said you liked our music was the one right after the one that Sue had
2: said, so <laughs> yes.
1: I think on any other day she wouldn't have said it. <laughs> but you just happened to pick. And we're talking all Bates Motel episodes and all and Buffy episodes. Buffy. We've covered the entire of Buffy. <laughs> and I've picked all the music. <laughs> Except for three. So there's where we stand there. <laughs> Bye. Why that went down the way it did, and it made me laugh. Me <laughs> <laughs> <deal> too. <with> <laughs>
0: like, I picked them too.
1: <laughs> I guess we should have explained it then that that was kind of a joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Yeah. She says you and Emily both pick great music. I enjoy it very much. <laughs> um, this episode broke my heart. The scene where Norman remembers hiding under the bed while Norma is raped. Tears flowing now just thinking about it. I'm so glad Sam is dead. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Poor little Norman and poor Norma Louise. So helpless and just trying to survive this horrible moment. A horrible moment, I believe, is a regular occurrence. Yes, I do too. Oh,
1: for sure. And
0: (sighs) he was so little
1: for that time. And (sighs) he's pretty old when he finally kills him is years and years of repression and horror
0: right yeah
1: and domination and just uh the worst
2: <laughs>
1: who knew we needed to hate sam this much I know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: she says it made the scene between romero and norma being all lovey-dovey even more touching i want everyone to be happy dang it We did too. Let's stop watching. Let's all stop. (laughs) Seek Matt's advice. Let's just end the podcast now. (laughs) Um, Loving Norman's therapy sessions, I find the doctor to be so respectful. He gives me hope that Norman can be helped. Oh, look at me being hopeful. When I know good and well, that's not how it's going to go. Boo. And yay. (laughs) I think
1: it's a mark of an excellent show that we all do. We feel hopeful. And I bet, I know, we I do. bet after it all goes down, and I'm rewatching the series years later, I'm still gonna hope it works out. <laughs> Cause I can do that during a movie I love. And I know I've seen it.
0: I know something that's gonna happen. I still hope it doesn't. <laughs> Um, she says, looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Hope I got this in on time. I swear I've got to stop inviting Rove to my room. I keep losing track of time for some reason. She goes, eats brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Candy in the maybe this time room. <laughs> uh, thanks, Candy. Thanks, Candy. and Enjoy those brownies.
1: Yep. Okay. We'll uh, next. Our next and last feedback is from Christiane. She says, Dear em and Sue, I'm not sure if I've emotionally recovered yet from the last episode or if I ever will. So excuse me if I'm not making much sense. Maybe you could send Dr. Edwards over to the Mama Bear room. <laughs> I wonder if he has any experience with patients who are too invested in TV shows. <laughs>
0: Man, the Mama Bear bed is full today.
1: <laughs> we're gonna, I think we're going to, before the series is over, happen to open a Mama Bear hotel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: we're all in there
0: <laughs>
1: thousands of <laughs> baseball tell fans just kind of like shivering and staring <laughs> I'm gonna be in there too so I don't know who's gonna help us all <laughs> we're gonna have to call Carrie Aaron <laughs>
0: And help us out. You did this. <laughs> Look what you've done. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> and Carlton like run the Mama Bear.
1: Was my favorite episode of season four so far. The writing, as always, was stellar, and both Freddie and Vera absolutely killed it. Why don't they get the recognition they deserve is beyond me. <laughs> well, yep.
0: we'll see, maybe this season.
1: Took John Hamm like eight years to get an Emmy for Mad Men. <laughs> the world <laughs> is not a perfect place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, I've I love it when people get recognized, but I also am never surprised when they don't. <laughs> yep. Um the scenes with Norman and Dr. Edwards were really interesting. I like that we learn more about Norman's past and we're able to see what caused his illness. I've always wondered what Norman meant back in season one when he said his dad would make them do things. That flashback was brutal and I felt so sorry for both Norma and Norman. Again, we've had like three references to season one because yes. of this episode. Sadly, all the progress he has made will come to a sudden halt once he finds out about Normarrow, and Mother threatening Edwards that she might have to do something about it if he made Norman remember too much gave me chills. Something tells me Edwards is not going to survive this season. Yeah, I'm fifty-fifty. I guess
0: he won't, but I'm, yeah, I'm kind of thinking he won't. <laughs> Makes me sad.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> The world needs Dr. Edwards. He's gifted. (laughs) He may (laughs) not be doing much for... Julian. Was that his name? Julian. Julian. But, anyway. Um... I didn't even notice Emma wasn't in this episode till I rewatched it. I didn't notice it till you said
0: it. (laughs) I know, me neither. That's right, she wasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like Danielle said, it's like Dilemma are on a different show. And even though I like them both and they are cute together, I can't say I'd really miss them if they left. But of course, there's still the mystery of Audrey's disappearance. And now that Dylan has found the letter and knows she stayed at the motel, things are going to get interesting. Yep. I'd miss them, definitely, but...
0: I would miss Dylan more than Emma.
1: Yeah, I'd definitely miss Dylan more. And I, I do, I like their relationship, but I can do without it, too.
2: <laughs>
0: yep.
1: They're like little bonuses, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caleb's an idiot and a coward. I really hope we've seen the last of him, but he's like a weed. If he comes back, I personally would love to see Romero or Chick or both kick his ass (laughs) like
0: a Romero Chick bashing party. (laughs) I would love it. (laughs) It's going to be awesome because it's going to happen. Yeah. No way is he not coming back.
1: Yep. No way. Chick is awesomely weird and weirdly awesome. I still don't know what his angle is. But he might be one of the best things that ever happened to Norma. The last scene was incredible and so intense that I don't even have words to describe it. It broke my heart into a million little pieces. Norma's I love you caught me completely off guard, and it was so amazing to see all the emotions she went through when she told Romero the truth, the whole truth. There's no doubt that their relationship is different from any other relationship Norma's ever had with the man, and it's painful to know how it's going to end. I'm still in denial about it. By the way, is there a shush room available? <laughs> i know we
0: can we can make that one of the normero rooms which the new mama bear motel (laughs) (laughs) we're taking reservations
1: now for that (laughs) um that's more of a retreat should be the mama bear spa and retreat (laughs) yes yes (laughs) it's a spa (laughs) Little boutique. Um. Oh, what was I getting at? Oh, I came up with a good Normaro in room name. I think I came up with a couple, but I can only think of one right now. Mm -hmm. I wanted to call one Norma's Bedroom and have it be like an exact replica of Norma's Bedroom. Oh, cool. I thought that would make an awesome Normaro in room.
0: That would. We could put a little. Rocking chair up to the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> <People> can... <laughs> Only be a little creepy. <laughs> be a little creepy, but
1: <laughs> take all the creep of Psycho out of it. <laughs> it's a cute little Romero room. Yep. We could we could have Romero's den. Hmm. I think yes. that was my other idea. Have like a Romero-themed room, hmm. like something that would you'd see at his house, where he could sit and drink brandy. <laughs>
0: Yes, in front of the fireplace. Yep. Yeah, it has a fireplace. It does, for sure. But don't pull the bricks up. <laughs> no, we we will not. Take any of that.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Galt. You made
0: you me a
1: little treat. <laughs> what did he make you? Well, it's yogurt with fresh raspberries. Yum. And a little note that says, I love you. And a little glass of orange juice.
0: Oh, how cute! And I'm gonna <laughs> Very cute, Gout. Thank you.
1: I love you too. Okay. Chick. A chick is awesomely weird and weirdly awesome. <laughs> I still don't know what his angle is, but he might be one of the best things that ever happened to Norma. The last okay. scene was incredible and so intense, and I don't even have words to describe it. It broke my heart into a million little pieces. Oh, I got this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think we're at random thoughts now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> I must have had my head in a different place when I read the chick stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I really about the chick stuff Um. I think I tweeted that like, I think all Norma needs is Chick. She doesn't need therapy. She just needs, like, <laughs> a few lunches with Chick. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he was talking to her and, talk, yeah. you know, he he philosophized. I don't know. I think he was just as good as a therapist for her. Yeah. Um. Okay. Random thoughts. Romero's impersonation of Chick was so funny. What? Yes. When did he impersonate him?
0: When Norma, when he comes home for dinner, and he tells Norma that Chick's outside with the window, and she's like, what did he say? And he's all, he kind of did it in a Chick voice. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was hilarious. I didn't know this. Weird.
1: (laughs) Um...
0: It was oh. pretty subtle, but it was there. Yeah, that's funny. And it made me chuckle.
1: I'll have to check it out again. I'm sure I'll check it out again. Um, I wonder what Rebecca will do next, since having the key can't be the end of the story. I'm afraid she will get Romero into trouble, which makes me hate her even more. Angry face.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Yes, indeed. She's... I gotta say, Rebecca, you should get out now, 'cause whatever you're planning's not gonna go well for you. <laughs> and you're gonna regret it. Take the money and run.
0: You've got a opportunity right now. Take um, it. Go. She won't.
1: Nope. Did you notice a blindfolded doll's head on top of Jake's walking cane? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, of course we did. <laughs> We have a funny story about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, as most of you know, Sue and I covered the whole of Buffy and Angel. And if you haven't seen Buffy, there's a vampire named Drusilla. And she has dolls. She has blindfolded dolls. (laughs) And they're creepy. Very creepy. (laughs) So you can't help but think of Drusilla when you see a blind blindfolded doll
0: head. It's just the first thing I thought of when I saw <laughs> this game was Drusilla. <laughs> and the day after this episode came out,
1: Juliet Landau, who plays Drusilla, Drusilla. started following our podcast. And I have
0: started no idea Started following why. us on Twitter.
1: <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I just have no idea what would get her to do that. Because I never tweet about Buffy I mean I have before on our feed and we don't have a separate Sue watches Buffy Twitter right so if I ever would tweet about Buffy it would have been through yes mother but I can't think of many times at all and if I ever did it'd just be like tweeting that a new episode was out or something
0: right right and we don't follow her like we our don't Twitter follow account her. doesn't follow her so <laughs>
1: it's just really it's very strange <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's our random moment. With this is kind of a weird
0: coincidence. That there's a blindfolded doll and the next day Drisillo follows us on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Miss Edith.
0: She's been very naughty. Miss
1: Edith has been naughty and Ch- chick's taking care of it. <laughs> chick's on it. <laughs> um. Okay, her next point is where the hell is Audrey? I don't know, but she's coming.
0: We're gonna We're gonna find out. out.
1: (laughs) I would guess not next episode, but maybe the next one. It's seeming like they're building it up to be part of just the last arc. Right. (laughs) Things are gonna happen with her, I bet. With starting to unearth what's going on.
0: Yeah. Literally and figuratively.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or figuratively. (laughs) Okay. There are two things that bothered me a little. Norma told Chick that Caleb was four years older, but in episode 3.06, they showed a flashback of Norma, age 12, and Caleb, age 13, if I remember correctly. Do you think this is a mistake, or was she lying to Chick? I don't seem like she was. It didn't seem like she was. Odd. I guess there's a small chance in my mind that she was lying, but more like I think it's just one of those TV things that... You kind of fudge things, because you might say a certain age last season, and then you've worked some other stuff out to where it's more convenient that he's older. (laughs) Right, but I, I don't know.
0: I've always thought they were about four years apart, because I swear when we, when she's telling Norman about this, when when she thinks that Abernathy is going to kill her and he's going to the dance with Emma, and this is when we first find out about all this, right? She tells, She's like, I want to tell you something, Norman, and she talks about her and Caleb.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I swear she says that, like, she was 13 and he was 17.
1: Huh. I have no idea, but you think about four years and her being 17 when she gets pregnant, he was 21? Uh-huh. But then you think, yeah, he's that stupid.
0: Yeah. So four years sounds right to me. The so the flashback she's talking about did it did it show like their ages?
1: I don't know why it would have ever said their age. She may have just made an assumption. Although it doesn't sound like she was making. I'm talking about Christiane, making an assumption.
0: Yeah, they showed a flashback of Norma age 12 and Caleb age 13. So somehow it must have shown their ages or. Was it written on that photo that I'm Kay trying to think
1: at? of episode 6 was that normal louise?
0: Might be. Probably cuz that's when that's when he's lying in the van looking at the photo yeah. crying and she's lying on the bed in the motel room like remembering that scene under the porch. Uh, I wonder if it was written on the photo.
1: Hm, well yeah, maybe.
0: You know how people do. Yeah, oh, well, I think But four years sounds more right to me, like the 12 and 13 was the mistake. Okay. Because I swear she told Norman that she was like 13 and he was 16 or 17.
1: That makes more sense for the story to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we're not a lot of help with your question.
0: (laughs) We might have to go back and do some investigating.
1: Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, then she says I hate to say it but the editing this season seems a little sloppy in the kitchen Romero is shown taking off his jacket and in the next shot it's back on I gotta say for little things like that every show in the world has those Yeah, I mean you look at goofs on IMBD for every show and you'll see time after time that just I wouldn't call out Bates Motel specifically for something like that because every show has them yeah. Even really well done movies have them. People drinking something, and
0: every shot, it's in a different spot, or a whole different cup altogether. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just one of those where they catch it in editing and go, "Crap, we can't refilm this." You know, let's yep. just do. It is what it is. Only
1: a certain amount of people are gonna catch on or care. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I didn't
1: catch it. Don't. I didn't catch it either. But but yeah, those are usually goofs that I don't I always give a pass to. Yeah. I don't care. And as far as editing beyond that, I think it's been tight. Yep. But yeah. We have to we have to make announcements <laughs> Um I give this episode ten out of ten walking canes with blindfolded doll heads. <laughs> Another ten. Have a great yeah. week. Best wishes, Christian. So Laura from England didn't send in feedback, but we did have a little conversation, and she said that she would love for us to come visit. And let's see, she said, oh, she told us that we need to fly into Newcastle Airport and that she and her mum will have tea and scones and other English things ready for us. And I said, we're totally there. And she said... So long as you don't mind a small English lady talking at inappropriate times and me shushing her. <laughs>
0: I'm like, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> yep. We remind <laughs> us of our mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Except for the English part. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get feedback from... I, I picture Laura and her mom still sitting on the couch with, like, their jaws on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Someone go check on them. (laughs) They haven't recovered yet.
2: (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone.
1: you and then realized I forgot my notebook, so I thought, I'll just run and grab it. Oh. Because <laughs> I didn't know. It had been a while since you texted you were ready. I was still getting my household under control. Gotcha. I thought maybe you'd stepped away again. Nope. Or you'd just be sitting there saying hello. Because I, was, I was, was only a second.
0: <laughs> that's what I was doing. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I'll... I do the intro this time. And then I'll start the feedback, and we'll just go back and forth. How's that? Yep. Okay. You ready? Yep.
1: (laughs) Oh, I do it? No, it's mine.
0: I was just about to, and then I heard Eleanor, (laughs) Scout, which one of them? Eleanor.
1: I thought I could have so. sworn you had said it was you were gonna do it. <laughs> then it was silent and then you laughed. I'm like What? I was no. like, I did that? <laughs>
0: okay. <clears throat> okay. What an episode, huh? Man. Barn burner. <laughs> I know. So good. I know. It's... It's...
1: This season, man. I'm so excited, because last season I kept thinking, it's just getting better and better, but are they going to top this season, next season? What if they let us down?
0: I know, I know. And they just keep getting better. Oh, it's, it's hard to even compared to last season. Last season was fantastic, and I'm like, this season is just amazing. Yeah. 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 It... Man. I have watched this episode so many times. Have you? I have not. I have I just, if I'd have like an hour, I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. I would have loved to have done that. Because <laughs> I just couldn't. I would just have it on in the background because it just, I don't know, it just was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Every second was amazing. great.
0: So, yeah. How have you been? Good. Just,
1: oh, I went to, went to Scott's field trip yesterday. It was like a all-day field trip. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was fun, but I never realized how loud <laughs> school buses are. <laughs> or maybe I've forgotten.
2: <laughs>
1: we had to go all the way to Thanksgiving Point, and just the bus is loud. Mm -hmm. The kids are loud I just, I don't know I got home and I'm like, I need to decompress (laughs) (laughs) Nobody speak to me
0: (laughs) Did you go see the tulips or something At Thanksgiving point?
1: No, we went to the Museum of Curiosity Oh, cool So that is Lots of kids I was in charge of four of them They were good kids but, you know, I think the last hour, we're supposed to all stay together, right? I'm in charge of these kids. Right. They kept just, it just got to be, like, free for all time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, you guys stay here. I'm going to go find Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Finally find Michael. Where did the other ones go? Uh, <laughs> but... They all survived to being in my charge and made it home safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they'd have one adult for four kids? Yeah.
1: Scott was one of them, so that right. Easy, but...
0: That's, wow, that is in not... One
1: of those, in a children's museum of curiosity, where there's just like everywhere to go and everything to do. <laughs> right. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but for most of the day, we all just went to the stations or a room of the museum and I can keep track of all of them, but right. just by the end, <laughs> they have like this rainforest section. And one of them was this like pillar. You, you could, um, it tells you how much strength like a Python has, right? Like how much, uh, I don't know. It measured per square inch your squeezy capacity if you squeeze the pillar. Right. And <laughs> the last <laughs> the last half hour is like Scouts teacher and a lot of the moms and some of the kids were like it was like this fierce competition who could <laughs> squeeze the pole and get the highest number. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like, Go, go, go and cheering. And laughing, it was so funny. That's it was just what you know, those things that just gets
0: fun. Yes.
1: <laughs> on like this weird level. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like looking for my children and I'd just pass that and laugh and join in for a few minutes. <laughs> it's just funny. There's also a competition on how long you can hang like a sloth on this rope. <laughs> <laughs> Fun little museum. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: That if It'll like count it for seconds how long you're hanging on this rope without touching the bottom. And once you touch the bottom, the timer stops or if it senses you on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, scout one on our group. She can hang like a sloth real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: scout. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we got cat all moved in. Good. How's her apartment? It is so cute. Is it? It is. But it just is so clean, and her kitchen is huge. Her kitchen is Go like away. twice the size of mine. What? Yes, it is humongous. It is awesome.
1: Wow, that's awesome.
0: I know. So, yeah, it's a decent size one-bedroom apartment. Hmm. And... Yeah, it's great. So she's really excited. And just without the carpet and stuff, with the tile, it just is so clean, you know. Yeah. You didn't walk in and go get, like, the skeebies of, ooh, who was here last right. time, you know. <laughs> 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 what is that stain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over the weekend, we finished up, got her all in. Good. That's nice. Had, like, the busiest weekend I've ever had, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs>